0: Hail Dictinus! Grant us clear voices, strong sound, and good reads. We are cups, constantly and quietly being filled. The trick is knowing how to tip ourselves over and let the beautiful stuff out. Welcome to Tarot Cups Suit, the 216th episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening is courtesy of Ray Bradbury. Our opening and closing music is credited as Frostwaltz Alternate by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com and licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. You may call me Ode. Merry meet. My name is Gwyn. Oh, it's mother. We're getting towards February. So yep. reminder,
1: your your periodic
0: reminder that we'll be at convocation.
1: That's right. From the 23rd through the 26th, I, I th- believe. I think
0: I think it's the 24th through the 26th, this there actual go. convocation. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, is that it for housekeeping? I think so. Okay. Then we are house kept and
1: house swept. Hooray.
0: Hurrah. So we are continuing Our tarot series. Yes, we are. Um, Starting to get into the suits, because we Mm -hmm. covered the Major Arcana last time. Mm -hmm. So I think the first thing to cover with the suits is what cards there are, just generally speaking, in each suit. Mm -hmm. So there are ten numbered cards. There are four suits total. We're going to be covering the cups suit now, and then we'll cover each of the other suits uh, sequentially. Mm -hmm. But there are ten numbered cards, and then there are four court cards, Mm -hmm. which are the page, the knight, the knight the queen and the king, traditionally speaking. Mm -hmm. In the same way that the major arcana can be seen as a journey from the fool to the world, Mm -hmm. the minor arcana, the suits, can be seen as journeys from one to 10.
1: Or ace. To 10
0: right yeah because one is often represented as an ace in the in the deck but it just means one so it yeah doesn't, it doesn't really matter no it really um, doesn't but in
1: case that in, in case anybody's in like case that, there's tr- not a one in, in, in
0: case that language confuses you when you're looking at your own deck yeah it's usually called an ace of mm-hmm. cups or or something or like
1: whatever that. Or, the suit happens yeah, exactly to
0: be. i do want to cover before we um get into the individual card meanings mm-hmm. that the journey part of the minor suit is the numbered cards it's the Mm -hmm. one to ten the court cards are not part of the journey of the suit
1: they rule over the suit Mm -hmm. kind of influencing
0: yeah they're again a set of cards that can but do not always represent
1: actual people in Mm -hmm. a querent's life it could be energy it could Mm -hmm. be intention uh, influence I have to confess, Cups is probably, I have two favorite suits, Mm -hmm. and Cups is one of them.
0: Yeah, so I guess actually before we get into the Ace, we should talk about just sort of the general energy of the Cups Mm -hmm.
1: suit. So Cups are associated with water. Yep, it's very much uh, oriented to emotions, relationships.
0: Communication. communication,
1: mental, spiritual, well, not really mental, emotional energy. Emotional
0: energy, energy yeah. yeah. Um, emotional some energy. kinds of spirituality and some kinds of mm-hmm. creativity. Yeah. You'll you'll find um, spirituality and creativity brought into more focus in other mm-hmm. decks. Um, but it's very heavily cups. Cups is
1: very focused on relationships. Relationships but, and emotions. Yeah, and emotions. Yeah.
0: Relationships, yeah. emotions, and communication are sort of my watchwords mm-hmm. for um, interpreting the individual cards in the Cups mm-hmm. suit. Mm-hmm. But really anything you would associate with the water element, Mm -hmm. you can read into a cup's card.
1: So, and I think that's important whenever you're talking about a tarot deck and Mm -hmm. how you interpret it and how you read it. It's if the water sign and water energy speaks Mm -hmm. a particular way to you. Fuck what the book says. Yeah. You know, go with what the the individual Uh, cards and suit is saying to you. Always fuck what the book says. (laughs) And
0: also, for that matter, fuck what we say. Exactly. We're giving you how we interpret and understand these cards as like Mm -hmm. a baseline. And that might be useful to you, especially if you're starting out. Mm -hmm. But if you have like a different understanding... Of the
1: symbology of the deck, or of a particular deck, mm-hmm. follow your vibes one hundred percent. Absolutely, always one hundred percent. Follow your vibes. Yeah. But the, I think the important thing to remember is that it is a conversation between you and the cards, and the energy of your querent. Yes. You know, it, it is what what you're picking up from from your querent, but it is always a conversation between you and the cards.
0: Yeah. How I've described tarot interpretation in the past is that I'm not talking to the querent. The cards are talking to the querent, and I am interpreting the cards because they speak in a language the querent doesn't speak. Exactly. My job is to be a
1: translator, not a participant in the conversation right and that's always why i feel well i always feel like my cards are talking to me about Mm -hmm. the querent
0: yeah and so you and i have a different relationship with the decks in that Mm -hmm. way
1: Yeah, exactly so see right even there Mm -hmm. it's different ways of interpretation different experiences reading the cards and how you interact with them Mm -hmm. but yet we get very similar results and quite often and quite
0: often yeah our
1: results when we read for the same thing will sort of build on each other build on each other they'll they'll support or you know i it's really always very interesting mm-hmm. when we're both reading for the same person or a reading event, mm-hmm. and a, per, a querent will go to Ode first, uh-huh. and then and then, later and then seeking me, comfort from what they got from me will go to will go come to Gwen because I give very different readings mm-hmm. from from Ode and vice versa, and but they're always intertwined. Yeah, and that's again, it comes down to how you interact with your with your cards. Mm-hmm. Yep. What kind of relationship you've built with them. Mm -hmm. And
0: so just like with the Major Arcana, I do recommend that you do that journaling conversation um, approach with learning uh, each of the
1: suits. And obviously because there are more cards in the 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 Minor Arcana, Arcana. it's going to take you a little more time, Mm -hmm. but it is well worth the time spent. Yeah. Well worth it. So now that we've gotten all that out
0: of the way, now we can move on to the individual cards. cards.
1: (laughs) Which for me, Ace... Or the one mm-hmm. card of the of the minor arcanic cups suit is always the beginning of a journey. Obviously, right? Always a start. It's like you started with your your cup full, and you're you're working towards something. And you may be pouring out, you may be receiving, but um, it often has to do with love, of course. Uh, different kinds of emotions, relationships, compassion, creativity. Something, things of that nature.
0: Something you'll notice as we're going through the minor arcana suits is that there's gonna be a lot of similar readings mm-hmm. with different flavors um between the different numbers mm-hmm. across the suits. So like a one in every minor arcana suit means something new. Something new, something beginning. And so in the cups suit, the kind of newness it means mm-hmm. is usually a new relationship mm-hmm. or a new emotional understanding mm-hmm. or a new creative project mm-hmm. that really engages your
1: emotions exactly. or something like that. But it's always, but it's, always, always. Yeah, 100% of the time,
0: it means something new. And usually, in my experience, it means something you weren't anticipating. Mm-hmm. Like not something that you had already planned mm-hmm. or that you've been building toward, but like a new, like a spark of inspiration mm-hmm. is what an ace is. Mm-hmm. It's a seed that will germinate into something if you give it attention, mm-hmm. but it could just as easily
1: die away. Yep, exactly. And sometimes it... It is building off of something else but mm-hmm. in a completely different direction
0: yeah it's, t- it's, it's that's why it's it's, it's a hard left turn it's a
1: hard left right from yeah. whatever your original plan was yep and often a leap of faith
0: mm-hmm I like your uh, your your uh, your understanding of the Ace of Cups being a, a full cup because my my actual illustration for the ace of cups in in the deck I'm using for this series which is the true black tarot is a a, a cup full of water pouring out. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um and so it's sort of a your cup overflows. Exactly. You've got your you're excited. Mm-hmm. You're new. It's new. It's something. You're full of energy. You're full of energy and life and mm-hmm. creativity passion. and passion and yep. things of that nature. And again, you're you're starting out with a full cup, but you know, as journeys go, you lose some, you gain some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how a journey is. Yep.
0: Ace of Cups is promising. But it's not a guarantee of anything, Never. I guess, is what I would say.
1: Yeah. It does not mean success. Mm-hmm. It just means something new is starting and it's up to you to decide if to, you want to If you're going to manifest that. If you're going to manifest it. Yeah. Exactly. If you're going to bring that into reality. Exactly. Now the Two of Cups. Two of Cups! Two of Cups!
0: My beloved Two of Cups,
1: this is, is the, the romance card. card. The romance card. The romance card.
0: This is what everyone
1: thinks the lovers is. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> this, this, is, the this lo- is this is whatever card read. you yes. want in your romance reading exactly you don't really want the the lovers you want two the of 2 cups. of cups always always always. every reader i've ever talked to is like yeah it's fuck always the lovers fuck the you lovers want the 2 of in a, cups in a, in a ro- you know in, in a romance, romance reading yeah relationship in a love reading. reading you want the 2 of cups
0: yeah to be 100% clear mm-hmm in other reading contexts, the Two of Cups can mean other kinds of partnerships. Absolutely, it can mean a business relationship. Absolutely, it could mean uh, like developing a, a stronger bond with a family member mm-hmm. it or doesn't friend. Right, it doesn't have to be romance. But in a, a romance, romance reading, reading, Two of Cups is what Rhiannon calls super married energy. Yes. And that is 100% correct. Two of Cups, like, is the most promising romance card in the deck. Because Full it's stop.
1: about unified love. Mm-hmm. It's about unity. It's about mutual attraction and partnership. And again, it doesn't, that doesn't have to be in a romantic right. context if you're reading is something
0: else. Something unrelated
1: to, unrelated to romance. But in romance, mm-hmm. absolutely, this is the one you want. Hands Hands down. down.
0: If you can get a two of cups in a romance reading, you know it's going well. Yep, exactly. Like I said, it can mean other kinds of partnerships. Oh, absolutely. But even then, it means mutual partnerships. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be about a relationship between like you and a boss
1: mm-hmm.
0: or even you and a subordinate, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be... Uh, a relationship with an equal. Yeah, there's, um,
1: there's partnership involved. Yeah, there equal uh, with a mutual
0: care and mm-hmm. respect. Mm-hmm. This can be, like I said, this can apply to family relationships, mm-hmm. but usually it indicates the maturing mm-hmm. of a familial relationship from one that is like purely on the basis of sort of its assigned family subordination roles mm-hmm. and into a more complex understanding of each other as people. Mm-hmm. So like an older and a younger sibling could get a two of cups reading, mm-hmm. but it would indicate not so much like, like a just default siblings relationship. It would indicate those two siblings developing into true peers. Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make sense? Yep. Absolutely. It's, it's a card of equality. It is. And I love it. It's yeah. one of my favorite cards. I just, I love how it looks in the gilded tarot too. Cause the, The two individuals are staring at each other, Mm -hmm. even though that's supposed to be a female and a male. I feel like they're kind of androgynous looking.
0: I disagree. I think that's still a little heterocentric,
1: but But I just, I like the, um, I like the overall energy of this Mm -hmm. card. Yeah. The true black tarot's two of cups is actually two goldfish. I love that. That are like jumping into each other's other's cups. cups. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> That's, yeah. I think it's very cute.
1: I have a fish in this one, too, but it's jumping between the cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I like Three of Cups as well.
0: Yeah, Three of Cups is an interesting one because it can have both a po- a very positive mm-hmm. and a slightly negative mm-hmm.
1: reading. For me, a lot of times what it, it you know, obviously it's celebration, it's friendship, mm-hmm. it's uh, collaboration. Um, for me, often in readings, it, it comes up to show of the querent that they have a network, a support network of friends that mm-hmm. they maybe didn't realize they had.
0: Yeah, I call this the party card. Yeah. Um, it is the party card. It's uh, three cups that are joining together in celebration. Because it is specifically the party card or mm-hmm. the celebratory card, I often don't consider it a good sort of long-term support community card. Mm-hmm. It, it does usually mean that you have friends who are interested in uplifting you, mm-hmm. but they are not always necessarily the friends who are best for you.
1: Yeah, I can understand that. For me, this imagery of I have two cups pouring into a, a third cup. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I think that's why depending on on the. Right, the deck the, and the your deck interpretation, and the interpretation and the reading itself. Uh, right, uh, you know, a lot of it, yeah, a lot of three of cups interpretation depends on where it's where placed. it is and how it's placed. But for me, it often comes up in my readings as a uh, a supportive, celebratory friendship kind of like you've got friends from the past that are still a part of your life kind of thing
0: i think for me uh the support network card is actually going to show up in wands it's going to be a four of wands for me but uh a three of cups is usually a positive i just consider mm-hmm. it more of like a
1: short-term
0: it can be celebration kind yeah. of like party vibes
1: yeah it absolutely um can be. but
0: it definitely is very like this is a good time for you yep. you're having a good time yep
1: it's also it's also really good i think for uh readings when you are you have a project that you're working on and you need collaboration uh, with other people. And there you have a network or a team that's working with you toward a specific goal. I think that's um, again
0: for me going to be a four of ones. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> for me, it's the it's three the of third cups. cups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always interesting to see where we where we diverge on. Mm-hmm. these.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So four of cups is often called the withdrawal card mm-hmm. I actually call it the card of willful blindness yes it, that's
1: definitely how I it reads to me it always kind of reads so into your own head into mm-hmm. your own space you're not paying attention to what the universe is giving you
0: yeah yeah. In, in a positive aspect, the Four of Cups can indicate like a focus on meditation mm-hmm. and on internal development mm-hmm. um, and sort of hermit energy, like a yeah. lesser hermit energy. Mm-hmm. But it more commonly is presented as having this like withdrawal from society mm-hmm. or withdraw from the community in your life that, that you are maybe not, that you are maybe giving short shrift to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like it's, um, yeah, It for me, it is always like just kind of, I think willful ignorance really mm-hmm. is the the best way to put it but also just sometimes you're you're just your head is so into your own space into your own clouds mm-hmm. that you're just you know missing everything that's going around. Yeah. <laughs> and you, this is literally the universe is trying to get your attention and you miss it. You keep missing it.
0: It's often presented with like one like with the the figure focused on one cup mm-hmm. with three other cups being ignored. Yeah. And this doesn't always come through in the illustrations, but what it's supposed to indicate is that, like, the cup the figure is focusing on mm-hmm. is illusory. Yeah. And the real cups that are being ignored are the true yeah. opportunities uh-huh. that like are... Said, the that the universe are, yeah, is trying
1: to get that that you are, something. That are just
0: being overlooked because they're not the perfect idealized yeah. mm-hmm. vision of the cup. Yeah. In my opinion, the best way to illustrate this is to have the... Cups that are being ignored be like mm-hmm. simple cups, yeah, yeah, and have the the cup that is the focus of the of the figure's attention be like a, a holy grail kind of situation. I was just
1: gonna say it reminds me of Indiana Jones and mm-hmm. the Holy Grail when they're in the cave choosing cups, and the bad guy chooses the most ornate, and the one that's the actual correct one is the simple wooden one. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's sort of the energy of mm-hmm. of the the four of cups is stop focusing so much on your idealized, impossible Mm -hmm. vision Mm -hmm. of the future and look at the opportunities that are actually lying at your feet. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, like I said, there is a possible positive interpretation of the Four of Cups. Absolutely. You can interpret the Four of Cups as meditation on how to improve Mm -hmm. your lot Mm -hmm. Um, if the opportunities presented to you you believe are truly not the best you that you can Mm -hmm. get or not what you deserve Mm -hmm. or not what you're aiming for then the four of cups can represent you know sort of trying to manifest manifest that improvement into reality it sort of depends on where it falls in the spread and other um interpretive
1: qualities join our tiger amanda and relax with the salts of wonderful body co These soaks and scrubs, inspired by popular books and characters, are designed to delight multiple senses with fragrant scents and sparkling mica. You can also find rollerball fragrances and hair oils. With dozens of options available, you're sure to find something you like in the wonderful Body Co. collection. This week, Ode is recommending Ardeo the Bear Queen. Available as bath salt, fragrance roller, and wax melt. With scents of cinnamon, cedarwood, frankincense, and florals. Find Wonderful Body Co. online at wonderfulbodyco.com or go directly to the shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash wonderfulbodyco. Hail Dictinus! Hail Dictinus! So, proceeding apace, we have... Five of Cups. Five of Cups. This is the one is the regret. Yeah, I call this the grief card. Yeah, the grief card. Um, I also, it's, you know, disappointment. It's failure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's also being so brokenhearted over what you've lost, mm-hmm. you forget what you still what you have. you still have, yeah. Because this, you know, in my uh, particular image of the card, it's a knight who's, he's on his knees, right, broken down, could almost be interpreted as crying, And uh, there are these two shining, gleaming cups behind him, but the ones that he's weeping over are the ones in front of him, Mm -hmm. you know, and ignoring what you still got. Mm -hmm. To dwell in your grief over what you've lost. Yeah. Um,
0: And now this is interesting because cups is a suit of emotionality, Mm -hmm. but cards like the Five of Cups are admonitions, essentially, not to become so wrapped up in your own emotions right. that you become incapable of moving forward. Exactly. Because it's, um, it's all
1: about disappointment and yeah. regret. And
0: and the thing is that grief is not a bad no. emotion. No. But it's also not a mo- an emotion you can sit in forever. Mm-hmm. The difficulty with Five of Cups mm-hmm. is knowing where you are in that process. Yeah. If you're still in the stage where you need to mm-hmm. continue processing your grief, mm-hmm. or if you're in the stage where it's time to start moving forward again mm-hmm. and recognizing that not
1: everything was destroyed when that was destroyed. Exactly. Exactly. So it's always an interesting card when it comes up in a read. Mm-hmm. Um because it usually
0: brings up a lot of emotions. It brings up a lot
1: of emotion because most of the time person, at least in my experience, realizes Mm -hmm. that they've been holding on to something just a little bit too long Yeah, than is healthy for them. Yeah. You know.
0: And part of the struggle with a five of cups is that your brain is plastic. So the longer you spend in a particular emotional state, the easier it becomes for your brain to access that emotion. Mm -hmm. And while that can be used to your benefit, mm-hmm. like to, to train positivity, to train compassion, mm-hmm. to train creativity. Mm-hmm. It can also very easily by accident, you can train yourself to anxiety mm-hmm. or eternal grief mm-hmm. or anger
1: or mm-hmm.
0: resentment. Five can also be a card of resentment.
1: Yeah. And, and it's a very fine line. You know, this is something I struggle with myself walking between grief and depression,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, And,
0: And, yeah, recognizing, like, when you're no longer processing and you're just wallowing. Yeah. When the grief becomes so comfortable that Mm -hmm. it's no longer healthy. Yeah, yeah. And
1: that's a hard, that's a, it's a hard thing. And it's often a hard, it's a hard message to share Mm -hmm. with someone.
0: Because you never want to tell someone, like, it's time to get over, you know, whatever you've
1: lost. Exactly, exactly. You never want to tell someone that. But you also don't want someone to get so lost in their grief they Mm -hmm. can't find their way back out.
0: Yeah. Fives you're going to find over the course of these episodes Mm -hmm. are are always a turning point in the deck. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's because they're halfway through the the journey. Yep. Um, Generally speaking, the first couple of cards in a suit are going to be mostly positive with Mm -hmm. maybe a couple of, you know, sort of negative connotations. Mm -hmm. Five is going to be the challenge card. Right. Uh, And
1: things shift from there. Exactly. Now, six of cups can be an interesting card mm-hmm. because it's um, it can be about revisiting the past, about fond memories um, of childhood. Now, depending on your experience with childhood, that's not always right. such a, a wonderful yeah, thing so, to experience.
0: So traditionally, six is a card of uh, six of cups is a card of nostalgia. Yep. Innocence. Of, yeah, innocence, childhood, joy, mm-hmm. um, pleasures. But it's very focused on childhood and looking into the past, mm-hmm. which means for a querent who has had a difficult childhood mm-hmm. or a traumatic past, it can actually have the exact opposite meaning. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I will read reversals in my mm-hmm. in my readings, and a lot of times that reversed Six of Cups is, yeah, it's is a, a strong kind of regret uh, over what's happened. You know, like stuck in the past. Yeah. Like this,
0: this, these traumas are still afflicting. Yeah. They're
1: still afflicting you. They're still affecting how you perceive the world. Shadow work needs to be done so you can talk to that inner child or some (laughs) therapy. So you can talk to that inner child and Mm -hmm. work through whatever the trauma is that's holding you uh, in those memories. Right. What
0: loss of innocence Mm -hmm. is still harming you today? Yeah. Um, And figuring out Which interpretive meaning six is going to be so depends on the querent. It's... You just have to follow vibes
1: on that Yeah, one. you have to follow vibes and you have to follow the cards that are around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when it's uh, when Six of Cups is about fond remembrance, happy childhood. Right, then it can, be, know, very, then it can be very, very encouraging, pleasant. very pleasant, very uplifting.
0: Especially if it's paired with with something like uh, Two of Cups. Mm-hmm. It can mean something like your new partner reminds you of a the good old days. Or, or a childhood best friend. A childhood crush or something like that. Or it could um,
1: even be a childhood best friend who is still very important in your life,
0: right? And and whose relationship to you might be elevated. Uh, I would say six of cups. I rarely find as, like, the essential meaning of a reading. Mm-hmm. I find it's a color to a yeah, reading. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Um,
0: I very rarely find it as like the answer to a question Mm -hmm. or the solution to a problem.
1: Sometimes, especially if you find it with the five of cups, Mm -hmm. it kind of answers what it is is that's going on. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I would say it's a a complementary card Mm -hmm. more than a, a card of
1: answers. Yeah, I would agree with that. Seven of Cups. Seven of Cups. I love Seven of Cups, too. Seven of Cups is daydreaming. And it's opportunities and choices, at least from my perspective.
0: So there are two ways to read the Seven of Cups. Mm-hmm. It can go both ways. Mm-hmm. It can be either you have boundless opportunities in front of you, mm-hmm. or it can be sort of a hanged man energy. It can. Mm-hmm. But with the mal- like the maladaptive daydreaming version of mm-hmm. a hanged man, where you are so caught up in envisioning all the places you could
1: go that you never, you never actually, commit to one. You don't com- commit to one, which is where choices come mm-hmm. in, you know. And it's get, it gets to the point where you have to make a choice in order to move forward on your journey. And I think it can also be uh, an indication of different types of gifts you might have access mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. but you have to make a choice of which one you're going to develop.
0: Yeah. This is another one that
1: can go either way.
0: Mm-hmm. It depends sort of on how... And this is appropriate for a cups card. It depends on how emotionally healthy you are.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because remember, we are discussing relationships, emotions, Uh things of that nature, things of the heart. Exactly. So if you're in an emotionally
0: healthy place where... You know daydreaming about your potential futures is uplifting Mm -hmm. and useful a a useful practice for you to sort of envision and manifest the future Mm -hmm. then seven of cups can be a really positive card Mm -hmm. and and show you like look at all the directions you could go Mm -hmm. when you're emotionally unhealthy Seven of Cups becomes maladaptive daydreaming and building castles in the clouds. Choice paralysis is mm-hmm. what
1: Githa says, and that's exactly right. Because it is, you You live in your dreams instead of trying to make your dream or a d- specific dream right. into a reality. Instead of
0: just picking something and buckling down and committing, committing to it. Committing to the work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're so focused on these
1: idealized visions of it the future. just never anywhere. Yeah,
0: that you just never, you never commit to one.
1: Yeah. So it really, again, it is another card mm-hmm. that depends on the energy of the reading and what is around it to um determine which of these directions you're going
0: but contrary to the six of cups which like i said i often i rarely find the six of cups being a solution card or an answer card sometimes the seven of cups is the answer Mm -hmm. to your question Mm -hmm. sometimes your question is like why am i struggling at work and it's because you're not making a choice (laughs) you know you get the seven of cups and it's because like well you haven't committed to what you want your career path to be, or like mm-hmm. you're not following a trajectory for promotion or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. and seven of cups is that like you're just daydreaming, you're not d- putting in the practical work.
1: Exactly. It's always interesting with cups when the seven of cups is paired with a pentacles card.
0: Yes, it usually means something really interesting <laughs> really is going interesting on in your is life. Going on. Yeah. <laughs> now, sometimes paired with a pentacles card, the seven of cups can mean like you have a thousand like investment
1: opportunities. Yep. yep. Or you you can chart your own path uh-huh. to to financial success mm-hmm. or freedom, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, uh, it just really depends on what it's surrounded by. Mm-hmm. But a very interesting card, like I said, can, yeah. can sort of go either way. It has similar energy both to the hanged man and to the moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you could be looking at the real thing or you could be looking at an illusion. illusion and learning to discern the difference is the most important thing you could possibly do in this Discernment moment.
1: Discernment is always so important. Mm-hmm. Always so important. Now here comes the next card, the Eight of Cups, which for me is always very interesting because for me, this is, you know, a lot of times it reads as regret mm-hmm. or um, disappointment or abandonment. Mm-hmm. But for me, it also reads of there's some shit you got to let go of before you can start cresting the hill to get to the next part of the journey. So for me, it's about leaving things behind more than it is about abandonment.
0: Yeah. So eight is traditionally interpreted as abandonment. My interpretation of the Eight of Cups is much closer to Gwyn's. Mm -hmm. I see this as another transition step card, like fives. Mm -hmm. So like fives took us out of that like mostly positive area into an area of challenges. Mm -hmm. Eight takes us away from the challenges and specifically means like walking away from bad situations. Mm -hmm. Now the struggle with eight is that it's impossible to know if you're walking away from a bad situation to a worse one or to a better one. Yeah, you don't know. You're just leaving a situation. Yeah, you're leaving something behind. Um, And because it's cups, that usually means leaving behind a relationship, Mm -hmm. leaving behind a belief, Mm -hmm. leaving behind a creative project, Mm -hmm. leaving behind an emotion that's no longer serving you, Mm -hmm. leaving behind some dreams. Sometimes it means leaving behind those daydreams from seven.
1: Yep. Yep. The death of a dream. Mm -hmm. It's a real concept and it's a real thing for some people that they have to experience in order to move forward on the journey. And like you said, it's, it's moving forward into an unknown. Exactly. Which makes it Scary. It does make it um, scary. And I think that's why, I think that's part of the
0: reason why a lot of people interpret eight as disappointment or regret or abandonment. Mm-hmm. I think the abandonment reading is actually an interpretation that sort of comes from the perspective of the cups mm-hmm. instead of the perspective of the figure. The figure,
1: yeah. But I'm always, in, at least in, in my imagery from the Gilded Tarot, mm-hmm. I'm always drawn to the figure yeah. moving forward on his journey. hmm
0: The illustrations on most Eight of Cups cards do not speak to me of, like, the figure of the card being abandoned. Mm -hmm. They speak of the figure on the card leaving something behind. Leaving something behind. And while that, like, technically speaking, like, yes, definitionally Mm -hmm. that is abandonment, Mm -hmm. it's not abandonment that the querent is going to experience. It's an abandonment the querent is going to perform. Mm -hmm. And that's a
1: huge difference emotionally. Now, for some, it can mean escapism. Right. uh, Because, like, for instance, in my image, the image on my card, the moon is very prominent and Mm -hmm. the figure is, like, being drawn forward on his journey following the light of the moon that's lighting the path. Yeah. So the question is are you...
0: Are you chasing something... Real or illusion. Exactly.
1: So, and Um, which of those seven cups mm -hmm. did you commit to and was it a real one? Right. Exactly. Or was it a daydream? Exactly. But ultimately it is for me moving away from something and towards something, whether that's a good something or a bad something. Impossible to know from this card, basically.
0: So like I said, it's technically abandonment, but it's a different perspective of abandonment than you think when you hear that word.
1: Yep. Exactly.
0: It doesn't mean, it's very unlikely to mean that the querent will be abandoned. It more
1: likely means the querent is going to do some abandoning. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason why I feel like it's letting go of something in the past to move forward is Mm -hmm. because of the Nine of Cups that comes afterward.
0: (laughs) So like I said, the suits are journeys, and as you move through them, you are progressing through a story, essentially. So... When you leave the Eight of Cups, where you end is the Nine of Cups, and the Nine of Cups is plenty.
1: Yep. Contentment, gratitude, satisfaction, wishes come true. Mm -hmm. The fulfillment of a dream. Exactly. It's like the universe is giving you what you've been working toward. Right. You're getting gifts. You're getting gifts.
0: Now, the thing with a Nine is that it's not a Ten.
1: No, it's not a Ten. So
0: how (laughs) I always describe Nines to Querence, and this is true across every suit, is that a Nine card is the cat catching the canary. Mm -hmm. You got what you wanted, Mm -hmm. but you're now going to have to deal with the consequences Mm -hmm. of getting what you wanted. Mm -hmm. Eventually, your owner's going to come home and have an opinion about the fact that you just caught this canary. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean that it's a negative card. No. It doesn't even necessarily mean that those consequences will be severe or meaningful or impactful in your life. Mm -hmm. It just means that you have not achieved complete fulfillment. Yeah. You are not at the end of the journey.
1: There's still more you could be doing. There's still
0: more that you can learn and accomplish. Mm -hmm. The struggle with a nine is that it's a very comfortable place to be. Exactly.
1: I was just going to say the same thing. It is about contentment, Mm -hmm. wishes fulfilled, Mm -hmm. and you may be missing something greater by stopping and resting on your laurels a little too soon. Exactly. Exactly.
0: It's almost always a positive card in the short term. Mm -hmm. It's not always a positive card in the the long long term. term. Mm -hmm. Now, Nine of Cups specifically, and this is fascinating because it's a Cups card, Nine of Cups specifically can mean materialism. Mm -hmm. And like I said, materialism is what we would traditionally think of as a pentacles issue. Yeah, yeah. But it's here in the Nine of Cups, I believe, because you're sort of rerouting your emotional fulfillment Mm -hmm. towards the things you're acquiring. Instead of towards the relationships you're developing or your emotional development Mm -hmm. or or things like that. It means you've sort of refocused your cups qualities, your water qualities Mm -hmm. in arguably the wrong direction. Right. And then finally, we We reach the 10 of cups. 10 of cups. The fulfillment of the journey. That's right. 10 of cups is... Uh, family concord and often legacy
1: i always think of tens as legacy mm-hmm. it's um it's fulfillment it's you've gotten to the end mm-hmm. harmony alignment and blissful relationships when it is in cups
0: yes so the journeys of a suit mm-hmm. are not like single journeys through your whole life no they're cycles yeah exactly. you'll go through this cycle over periodically. and over again yeah the Ten of Cups can represent either like you've built your family and mm-hmm. everything's functioning the way you want it to. Mm-hmm.
1: And you relationships know. are healthy exactly. for the most part. Um or it can represent
0: something as simple as like you finally got through enough therapy to process whatever yeah. was up with whatever your inner the child drama. or whatever. Yeah. You know, like it, it can be smaller than yeah. it like doesn't have to be the unity of your entire family, right? right? Um, it can be personal, like you personally are at peace with yourself, mm-hmm. or it could mean you, as a whole person, are at peace with your community. Yeah, it it really depends on sort of what just circumstances which, are, which set of this cycle you're in. Mm-hmm. But the the Ten of Cups is one of those cards that it's hard to have a negative interpretation for. It really is because it just means like you have achieved. Peace and concord in your in, in whatever emotional or relational mm-hmm. sphere this particular yep. cup card is referring to.
1: Yep, exactly. Doesn't mean it's the end. Just, no, you know, there's always more growth. Yeah, it usually means you'll be you, you'll get an ace coming down the pike down anytime the pike now. Soon, but but yeah, but at this moment, <laughs> mm-hmm. you in have this moment, that, or
0: in the or in the upcoming moments, you will reach that fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And it's time to sort of take a breather yeah. and enjoy, enjoy what you've put in all this work to achieve. Yep, exactly. I think a 10 can be a good sign that like it's, it is it is actually time to take a break
1: mm-hmm. yeah. and
0: just enjoy
1: what and you've just got. Rest Now you rest on yeah, your laurels. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you hadn't quite got there yet, but now uh-huh. you're a 10, so now you can do it. You, you finally got the gold. That's right.
0: Be sure to add our Tiger Around Grandfather Fire to your podcast listening rotation. AGF is focused on interviews and discussions on the topics of mythology, animism, and culture around the sacred virtual fire, and is hosted by Caitlin Stormbreaker, Sarenth Odinson, and Jim Snakes. You can find out more at their website, aroundgrandfatherfire.wordpress.com, where you can also find links to their host blogs about a wide range of spiritual topics. Find them wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Hail Dictinus! All right. Now... We are into the court cards. The court cards. So like I said, the courts are not part of the journey. No. They are a completely separate element of
1: the suit. And they can represent forces, Mm -hmm. uh, compelling or influencing. Yep.
0: They can represent individual people. They can represent moods or Mm -hmm. modes within yourself Mm -hmm. they can represent inner beings Mm -hmm. like the inner child Mm -hmm. or your personal sovereignty Mm -hmm. they can represent a lot of things the the only thing is to to note with the court cards is that unlike the major arcana Mm -hmm. they tend to be things that are more inside your control yeah more inside your sphere of influence where the major arcana cards are by definition... Outside. Um, yeah, external forces mm-hmm. acting upon you. Um, mm-hmm. Forces which are going to be difficult for you to directly influence. Mm-hmm. Minor arcana cards are closer to you. Yeah. So you have more potential to influence or adjust their behavior and their influence on you.
1: And to recognize.
0: Yes, and to see exactly what mm-hmm. and who is responsible. Mm-hmm. So even though the court cards are more powerful... Mm-hmm. Um, you might say, than the standard cards, um, the numbered cards in a suit, Mm -hmm. um, because they definitionally rule over the suit. Right. They are not as, like, impersonal and unapproachable as the major
1: arcana cards. Exactly. Exactly. So the first of the court cards. The Page of Cups. Page of Cups. For me, that's youthful energy. Always, when it's a page, Mm -hmm. it's that excitement, youth, I call all pages enthusiastic but unskilled. Yes, exactly. It's intuitive. Mm -hmm. It's curiosity.
0: Yeah, curiosity. um, Possibility. Possibility, opportunities. Opportunities. um, Chasing new opportunities. Mm -hmm. If this is a person in your life, it will be someone sort of fresh-faced and excitable, probably. like a squirrel. Someone excitable Mm -hmm. and enthusiastic. Happy to be there all the time. (laughs) Exactly. Happy to be there. Very positive, usually. Very positive. A good communicator, sort of. Mm-hmm. So a Page of Cups is someone who will tell you all about themselves, but is not a good listener,
1: oh, generally I like that speaking. like too. Loop Crew says golden retriever energy. Golden yes. retriever
0: energy, yes. <laughs> yes. Page of Cups is golden or retriever kitten. or kitten energy. Kitten yeah. energy, too. Just a bundle of joy and optimism. Exactly.
1: Um, and very excited to be on the journey with
0: yes, you. Yes, happy to be part of the team. Yep. But because they are enthusiastic but unskilled, they're usually not good at all of the cups traits that they embody. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, they try to be a good communicator, but the part they understand best is the talking and not the listening. Mm -hmm. They try to be a good creative partner, but they're, like, not good
1: at editing. Yeah, they're all creative ideas, Mm -hmm. but no... It doesn't matter if it's a really great idea or a shit idea. They'll they'll embrace all of them. They'll embrace all of them. They try to do them all.
0: Uh huh. In relationships, they tend to be, like... They can be a little too much sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Like they don't know how to give space. They with can the, be sort of codependent. With intuitive
1: messages, they don't know when to keep silent.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the page has not yet learned wisdom. Yeah. Um, so they are enthusiastic. They have lots of um, potential. Mm-hmm. They're a, a source of boundless energy. Yeah. But they um,
1: don't yet know how to moderate the cup's influence in their life. Exactly. So they're kind of like a puppy, just like, you know, that golden retriever mm-hmm. thing, just kind of bouncing all around. Yep. The knights. I do love the knights. The knight of cups is one of my favorite knights. I love the knight of <laughs> cups. For me, and for me, knights are always like, okay, let's just round this all up and we're going to get ready to move forward with precision.
0: Yeah, so knights are interesting. One of the key features of a knight is that he is not making his own decisions. Mm-mm. He follows the commands of a higher power. Mm-hmm. That might be a boss. It might be a religious dictate. Mm-hmm. It might be uh, what something his therapist told him once. It doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but the... More organized. Yeah, the knight is structured. Yeah. Um, he has a plan. He's gonna stick to it. Mm-hmm. He has a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. That goal has, is not his goal, mm-hmm. but it's one he intends to achieve mm-hmm. at the command of whoever his king is. That's
1: why I always feel like it's like, okay, we've got our we've got our map. We've, we've got, got point our, A and we've point got B. Our point A and B. Now let's go. Let's move. Let's yeah. Let's move. Move the, forward.
0: The knight is not. Now this varies from knight to knight. Mm-hmm and there's a knight we'll talk about later who has the opposite energy opposite from this energy. <laughs> but but most of the knights are yeah. very forward directed. Yeah. The Knight of Cups, I describe as having Lancelot energy. Yes.
1: <laughs> Definitely. He's, he's an inveterate romantic. Beauty, charm, mm-hmm. imagination.
0: You love talking to him. He can like fill your whole yeah. day with just the most flowery very knights errant uh-huh yeah <laughs> like you can have a fascinating conversation with him he'll fill your day with mm-hmm. beauty and joy mm-hmm. and and not like the the exuberant beauty
1: of the page right but
0: like a refined a refi- beauty
1: yeah, a refinement the the knight is a refinement mm-hmm. of the page yeah. energy page energy that's grown up yeah exactly the page grows up into the knight. Yes, the page grows into the knight through wisdom and experience and becomes devoted mm-hmm. to following a particular path or yes. a particular leader.
0: Now, I will note that because of that Lancelot energy, yes. this knight can be duplicitous. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Usually, he intends to be duplicitous for your benefit, mm-hmm. but he does not always succeed. Because when his
1: duplicity is uncovered, inevitably Mm -hmm. it comes back to you. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, sometimes charm and charisma can lead one astray. Mm -hmm. We talked about this with the magician. Yeah. Where the magician can
0: sometimes be a trickster. Yeah. The knight of cups is a a wonderful partner Mm -hmm. as long as he's telling you the truth. Yes. And it's... Very difficult sometimes because he's so charming mm-hmm. to know whether he's telling you the truth.
1: Yeah, I because wonder... if allegiances have changed exactly, if, he's, if think... he is no longer subject to the the king you thought he was. Right, because allegiances with a with a, a Knight of Cups mm-hmm. they can change. They can be based flexible. on mood.
0: Right, based on his heart. And... Heart. The knight follows his heart.
1: Yes, first and foremost. Yes, the Knight exactly. of Cups does.
0: Yeah. Um, not all knights do, yeah, but the but Knight the of
1: Cups follows his heart. So if that so heart he shifts, can
0: change allegiance. He exactly. can decide to follow the dictates of a new king. Exactly, and he may do that without telling you. Exactly. Now, I will, just as a reminder, the the court cards are not always people in your life. Exactly. Sometimes these are moods within yourself. Exactly. So don't always like when you see the Knight of Cups begin it's assuming it's your partner or exactly.
1: something. Exactly. I I often encourage people mm-hmm. not to associate. You know, necessarily yeah. the the knight and the page and the king and the queen with specific individuals, mm-hmm. because yeah. like you said, it could be something within yourself. Exactly, it
0: could be that you have like a desire to change allegiances mm-hmm. to like maybe to a, a new job or mm-hmm. you're you've been writing this one book, but you're, you're you know you're just it's not working for you, and you really mm-hmm. want to work at this other project. The Knight of Cups is telling you to to just make the switch, right? Yeah. Yeah. That can be what the Knight of Cups means. It doesn't Absolutely. necessarily mean a person, exactly. And, I, and the Knight of Cups is when I always try to be really clear on that because he can lead people to believe that their partners are cheating on them. And that's not what And that's want. not necessarily no, the case. that's not necessarily the case. Although sometimes that is exactly what he means.
1: <laughs> and again, all readings depend on the cards that uh-huh. are the context And the context within which the cards are speaking. Yep. All right, the Queen. Yes, Queen of Cups. She is compassion personified. She is, yes. Compassion, caring. She's intuitive. She's emotionally balanced. Yes, very
0: stable. That's the key with the the Queen of Cups. She has mastered all of the emotional skills that are discussed in the previous Cups
1: cards. Exactly. So she she has that balance that we all are striving toward. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. The Queen of Cups would perfectly balance the chariot Mm -hmm. right so like if you have the chariot and the queen of cups in one reading Mm -hmm. that tells you a lot about sort of where you are Mm -hmm. um in terms of your your emotional balancing act Mm -hmm. the queen of cups is one of the more nurturing queens Mm -hmm. emotionally nurturing specifically she's not necessarily going to provide for you right
1: we're not talking about provisional, like, food and shelter yeah. and things like that. We're but, talking about emotion.
0: Yeah. The the Queen of Cups can ensure that you are emotionally stable. Yes. That you have a secure relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of the better mother cards. Yes, she is. To represent. I love the Queen of Cups. Um, when you see the Queen of Cups in a, in a position that represents a mother figure, that's mm-hmm. a very positive
1: sign. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: My... And this is something that's... This is a place where I sometimes diverge from other Mm -hmm. readers. For me, the queens are the active royal Mm -hmm. in the court. Mm -hmm. So where the knight carries out a plan that is under the command of his king. Mm -hmm. The queen follows her own drives. Mm -hmm. And she she moves specifically outside of her territory. Mm -hmm. So... Kings, which we'll get to in a minute in my tarot interpretation, mm-hmm. um, have a specific territory which encompasses their suit. Mm-hmm. And they stay rigidly within it. Mm-hmm. Queens. Have more freedom. Have more freedom, are more able to navigate outside of their own suit into other suits. Not unlike chess. Exactly. Um, and that's probably why my, my, mm-hmm. my familiarity with chess is probably why I have this understanding of kings mm-hmm. and queens in tarot. Mm-hmm.
1: So and I agree. that I, I interpret it the same way. Yeah. So,
0: so for me, the
1: queen in tarot is
0: more flexible by nature than the king. She is more able to move into the domains of other suits and bring her influence there. Mm-hmm. So if you have a queen of cups specifically in like a spread which is dominated by another Um, suit Mm -hmm. the queen of cups is there to bring emotional balance to that situation Mm -hmm. to bring her compassion her empathy Mm -hmm. her nurturing qualities Mm -hmm. outside of her suit to that other domain Mm -hmm. and to temporarily in a a sense um, rule it right
1: now as like for instance Rhiannon Gray says my queen of cups is like all the stereotypes of mom but she's a healer not a problem solver she can make you feel better, but doesn't often give any of actionable advice. At worst, she's self-centered, but uh, so, so spiteful, a real brat. Um, this I think... is,
0: again, a, like, that might be how I interpreted a reversed queen. Exactly. It's not how I would interpret an upright, upright queen. Thing.
1: That's exactly the same for mm-hmm. me. It would, be, it would be the reverse. She is inherently empathetic. Yes, inherently empathetic.
0: Now, whether she's using that empathy in a way you appreciate, yeah, yeah, that depends on the rest of the of the spread. Exactly, but
1: she she has a natural and well developed mm-hmm. empathy. That's right, and so again, she's a lot of people like the Queen of Swords. Mm-hmm. I love the Queen of Cups. Yeah, I just love her.
0: But like I said, she can move into other suits, and that yeah. can also influence. Her mm-hmm. because she is this naturally empathetic figure, yeah. and because queens are naturally flexible, mm-hmm. when she moves into another suit mm-hmm. or she's being influenced by another suit, it can change how she, she interacts. Yeah, how she interacts and how she uses her skills. Yeah, yeah. And then there is the king, the king of cups, the final card in the cups suit. Mm-hmm. The king of cups is diplomacy personified.
1: Yep, diplomatic.
0: With compassion. Yes. Yeah, he's not a, like... He's not a tyrant. Yeah, he's not a take it or leave it.
1: Yeah. um, My road or or the highway. And he also, like his queen, Mm -hmm. is very well balanced emotionally.
0: The... the, I think the main... Not to the
1: same level, I think. But very well balanced.
0: I think the difference between the king and the queen for me is that the king is the better communicator, which Mm -hmm. is a a little unusual Mm -hmm. in terms of sort of our modern gender stereotypes. Mm -hmm. But the queen is more of a doer Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and the king is more of a sayer
1: yeah i feel like um which is interesting because you know in most modern interpretations Mm -hmm. of you know that kind of a relationship you would expect the opposite to be the opposite way the opposite but yeah i feel like the king of cups for me in a spread is usually he's the trusted confidant you go to for if if you need some emotional wisdom Mm -hmm. because he's he's very again he's very diplomatic right he's but interested.
0: He's, he's interested in building bridges, yeah. in building connections between people. Mm-hmm. So where the Queen of Cups might, under a certain s- set of circumstances, advise you to focus on your own mm-hmm. personal well-being, mm-hmm. the King of Cups will advise you to Bring. focus on building connections to mm-hmm. your allies. Exactly. Um, he is focused on diplomacy and on communication and on building communities creating that are... Creating relationships. Exactly, creating relationships that are stable and enduring. Mm-hmm. The King... Is like I said, he has his territory, mm-hmm. it is the cups suit. He does not move past it. Mm-hmm. Kings are stapled to their thrones yeah. in my tarot world, and he cannot interact beyond the cups suit, right? So, he has no intuitive understanding the way the queen of cups does mm-hmm. of what happens in the other suits, right? He is able sometimes to build connections to them purely because that is his role. Mm-hmm but he doesn't deeply understand them. Mm-hmm. So you would not go to the King of Cups if you had a pentacles problem.
1: You could almost think of the the queen acts as an ambassador mm-hmm. for the king. Yes. Her movement, yeah, her to, ability to, building to, those, to build and those, move. She,
0: she helps him build those relationships yes. he wants in the other courts because he doesn't and can't understand them. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's a, a nature of the king thing and not a cups thing. Right. All of the kings are like this. Yeah. All and of the all kings are singularly focused on their individual territory.
1: In their territory. But again, he's a great, I feel like he's a great image to bring up in a, in a reading because mm-hmm. that means you've got, you know, if you, especially if you're lacking focus or direction, Yeah. he is a, a, a great signifier of being able to find that emotional balance to make, to move forward in your choices.
0: Yeah, I think the, the King of Cups usually indicates that there is someone or some force in your mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. that can help you build a relationship you will need to move forward. Even, even if it's your
1: own higher self. Mm-hmm that you just or haven't been listening to. your lower self, depending. Or your lower self, um, but you haven't been listening to that mm-hmm, wisdom. Yeah. So yeah, I think it can go a, a number of different ways.
0: The King of Cups can be, because Cups are very focused on emotions and mm-hmm. internal experiences, although he is the diplomat, mm-hmm. he is more spiritually aligned than some mm-hmm. of the other kings. Mm-hmm. He sometimes withdraws into himself to draw out new wisdom. Mm-hmm. The difference between him and like, some of the other kings in that regard, mm-hmm. is that he then intends to spread that mm-hmm. that new understanding.
1: Now, as we talked about the reverse of the queen, for me, the reverse of the king indicates narcissism. Yes. Yeah. Full stop.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, someone who is charming in a dangerous yes, way. Yes, exactly. Um, more so than sort of the Lancelot energy of the exactly. knight. Where the knight of cups, his duplicity is always intended to help you. The king of cups, when he is reversed. in a reverse position... Does not
1: intend to help you. No. No, he's all about himself. Yeah. If, it, if if it is um, in reverse. Supremely selfish. Supremely selfish. Um, but that is not sort of the natural upright no. energy of the king of cups. No, not at all. That's only if it's in a reverse position. Generally speaking, I think it's very helpful to have a king yeah. of, of cups in your spread. Yeah.
0: I just, uh, the only thing I guess is that unlike the queen, when mm-hmm. she's in a spread that has very few other cups for her to interact with, mm-hmm. um, she can interact freely with the other right cards in the spread where he cannot the king of cups really can't no
1: he's kind Um, of stuck in his wheelhouse yeah he just
0: doesn't understand them Mm -hmm. so when you find the king of cups in uh the middle of a spread that has very few other cups in it Mm -hmm. it usually means
1: like this is an outlier Mm -hmm. and quite often when i'll get a spread and i'll see like for instance a king of cups and a king of pentacles Mm -hmm. i'm seeing that there is some there are some bridges that need to be formed and some diplomacy that needs to be enacted, and it is the King of Cups who would be able mm-hmm. to...
0: To make a game plan and for that. To make a
1: game plan for that to happen. Yeah. And then he would need someone like the Queen The Queen. To, mm-hmm. Or even yeah. a Knight.
0: Or even a Knight, yeah, to, to put it into to practice. To put it into practice. All right, so that is all of the cards
1: in the Cups suit. I love the... I, seriously, this is my favorite.
0: Yeah, we've been looking forward to this one I, we, I all, love, we both
1: really like the Cups suit. I really like the Cups because, again, it's about emotions and relationships mm-hmm. and spirituality and...
0: But no, the cups just has a very interesting sort of development process. It really
1: does. I I mean, all of the different suits have, which we'll find out as we go through them. We'll we'll follow all those journeys. Have their own unique vibe their own unique energy their own unique voice unique paths and paths even though
0: they're all going to follow the same sort of structure of one to ten is a journey and then the courts roll over them and the pages knights queens and kings all have similarities yeah the types of journeys vary Mm -hmm. and and how they get from point a to point b is Mm going to change and Um, how they might interact with other suits mm -hmm so uh, i'm I'm looking forward to the rest of this Mm -hmm. these suits tarot cards i think it's going to be uh, an interesting set of conversations absolutely and then just as a reminder we are also going to do a spreads episode after we finish with the suits where we talk a a little bit about some of our favorite spreads Mm -hmm. and how to interpret cards in practice Mm -hmm. thank you for joining us tonight absolutely we are done i think
1: yes i think we are i think we've covered as much <laughs> as we possibly can uh-huh. but we appreciate you listening always yes. we we are so grateful for our all of our listeners and we're as we were discussing earlier it's hard to believe we're this is a our fifth year uh-huh yeah that we're into this and we're going oh right we didn't even celebrate <laughs> nope. you know we're just like oh yeah okay let's just, go just carrying on just carrying on what is that? Keep calm and carry uh-huh, on. That's yeah. kind of what this year, this <laughs> has been like season for us. has been like for us. <laughs> Just keep calm and carry on. Uh-huh. And uh, so we are so grateful. As we try to establish a new normal. Yeah, new normal. And so we really, really just are so grateful that you're still listening, Mm -hmm. uh, that you're still sharing episodes that you enjoy with other people. Yep. And uh, And that you're still
0: supporting us on Patreon.
1: Exactly. For those of you who support us on Patreon, thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. It really means a lot. And uh, for those who are experimenting with Ko-Fi. Right. um, Thank you as well. We thank you. And uh, yeah, we just, you know, we love you. Yep.
0: Finn says, you're not getting rid of me. Finn was telling us earlier today he got it. He got on us on the first episode. The first. <laughs> I still don't know how he did that. <laughs>
1: Apparently Google. Uh-huh. So it was um, kind of amazing. Yeah.
0: So speaking of that, uh, you can find us on Google. Yep. If you Google the number three and the letters P-A-A-C or the number three and the words pagans and a cat. Mm-hmm. You can also find us at the number three pagansandacat.com, mm-hmm. where we have links to various things, including our Patreon and a red bubble shop that no one uses and the Discord, the Discord, and Gwyn's blog on Patheos Pagan, which I have not
1: vlogged and blogged in a very long time. <laughs> but you
0: can find me on TikTok. Uh huh. Yep, she has TikTok, which
1: she uses very frequently. I that's, love TikTok. That's her
0: favorite thing right now. Yep. Uh, and I think that's all of the things yeah, we do.
1: Yeah, it really is. If you if you do Google us, mm-hmm. you'll find us. We're we're everywhere, and uh, pretty much on all the platforms. Whether except it's except Twitter, except we where, gave up on that one. <laughs> well, I'm no, I'm talking about podcast. Platforms, oh yeah, yeah.
0: We're on all the the networks,
1: all the the podcast platforms, like you know, including Spotify and iTunes and various ones. Mm-hmm. So whatever Google your podcast, whatever, whatever yeah. your favorite podcast, wherever you get your podcast, you can get us exactly. So again, thank you. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Yep. Come on. Come on.